Welcome to the podcast of home truths, self-help and a little something to bring us all together. When times are tough, remember you are not alone. So jump in here with me and let's do this together. This is I Wrote It, You Were Thinking It by me, Jessica Roberts. Welcome to today's episode. If you're not falling, you're not learning. Good morning. No, good afternoon. Wherever you are, whatever time of day it is, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I wanted to jump on here today because the other day I did something that was quite out of my comfort zone. I released a podcast. Hopefully you've listened to it. Um, That sounds so narcissistic. You probably don't even have any idea what I'm talking about. But I wanted to do it for quite a long time. Uh, I, you know, have blogged for for many, many years and I've been writing for a long time. And I thought, why not turn it into something that people can listen to? Um, But also... For myself, you know, I wanted to do something a little bit different, something that was a little bit challenging for me because it was, uh, it, you know, it's awkward. <laughs> I'm sitting here talking to myself for, for 11 minutes, so it feels a bit awkward, but I did it. And I shared it with my friends, a few close friends, and they gave some, some great feedback. And also some development points as well, which I'm really thankful for. And I'm going to try and use that moving forward. I've already probably made some of the same mistakes already in this one and a half minutes. My mouth makes weird noises. I can't breathe properly. It's, it's all a bit much, isn't it? So apologies to, to you guys listening. But the reason I wanted to jump on here was because I had this immense, overwhelming feeling of dread. I was sat there cringing and thinking, why did I do this? Why did I release it into the world for other people to hear? Why did I share it with my friends? Why did I do this to myself and other people, in fact? And my immediate thoughts were that of they're going to judge me. They're going to think I'm ridiculous. They're going to think my voice sounds horrid. They're going to think that what I have to say isn't worth listening to, isn't worth hearing. And when I was having this sort of internal monologue with myself, it made me feel really quite sad because if any of my friends were in that position, you know, I I would have been really proud of them and I would have you know, even if even if you didn't maybe like what they'd done, you would have, you know, respected them for doing that. And that's why I wanted to jump on here today to, I guess, to anybody out there that's worried about trying something new that is, you know, apprehensive about maybe going for a job interview, maybe going on a date, all because you're worried about being judged, all because you might be you know, apprehensive or worried about the outcome, what you look like. Why are we letting ourselves be held back by what may or may not happen? 
Now, I, um, I actually spent some time with some friends last week and I told them that I wanted to start a new hobby. And they were super um, on board. Uh, they were very helpful in the process. We actually sat down and we made a little list and we called it, I'm just going to have a little look, we called it the Adventure Search. And we did laugh, we were laughing about it and it was all, you know, you know quite, quite um, cute and funny at the time. But then I thought to myself, you know, why have I been putting off finding a new hobby? Why have I been so, um, I guess, slack or so worried about actually putting myself out there and trying something new? And some of these things on the list, you know, they weren't anything crazy, you know. It was things like badminton, it was things like go to a boxer size class, all these things I've done previously. And the more I thought about it, the more it became apparent again that I'm suffering from this worry about what I might look like. What might those people think about me if I turn up to that, that class? Why am I worthy of being part of that team? What if I look stupid? What if I'm not very good at it? You know, all these questions start to come about that you then start to answer, and usually in a really negative way. And it got me thinking a little bit about when I learned to snowboard. Now, I learned to snowboard about six years ago, and it was something I wanted to do for so long, And it never really entered my head that I was nervous or or apprehensive to to try it. I turned up at the snow zone in Milton Keynes, highly recommend it if if you're looking to give it a go. And I got my gear on, you know, all the gear, no idea, that really did apply to me at, at this point. And I got myself up there and inevitably I fell. And not just once, not just twice, but 10, 20, 30 times. And over the years of, you know, continuing to learn to snowboard, because I, I, I believe you never actually stop learning, I continued to fall. And it bloody hurts. Um, I'll tell you that now, not to put you off <laughs> snowboarding. It's amazing, but it hurts. And I remember thinking back to one of the first few times I was at the snow zone. And my instructor said to me, if you're not falling, you're not learning. And initially, I looked at him and thought, you know, piss off. Like, I'm in so much pain. I'm freezing cold. My ass is soaked. But actually, I've carried that with me for the last six years. And I really try and introduce that, you know, motto, that way of learning, that way of living into, you know, what I do each day, into my job. You know, my my job is naturally, you know, quite challenging I'm out of my comfort zone quite a lot and I always try and you know live by this 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 motto of if you're not falling you're not learning and it's so true and you can I guess adapt that to anything that you do in life even simple things like going to work for example like a a presentation you know if you're feeling pretty nervous about doing a presentation don't let it stop you doing it you know do it and put your full self into it and if you fall you know not hopefully not actually not physically but if you you know mess up your lines or it doesn't go to plan it's not the end of the world you can learn from that life isn't supposed to be perfect and polished 
We are not the finished article. And this is what my, my first podcast was about. It was, you know, about the fact that perfection doesn't actually exist. It doesn't truly exist. And we'll always be striving for something that we may never actually get to. So when I was having all these thoughts, this roller coaster of emotion yesterday, thinking, oh my God, why did I do that? It actually reminded me of my dear friend, um, well, she's not, I wish she was, but Brene Brown. And when Brene Brown did her very first TED Talk in Houston in 2010, she presented to 500 people and she was super nervous and she thought it went horribly wrong. And in one of her books, she talks about the fact that she met her friend, for, she, she didn't leave the, the, the house for three days and then she eventually met her friend for coffee and she was, you know, horrified at the fact that she put herself out there, that she thought she sounded terrible and it just didn't go well. And, you know, she never planned that it would, she never in her wildest dreams thought that it would be one of the most widely watched TED Talks in the world. You know, it was a viral sensation. Not only did she present to 500 people in Houston, it actually went out into the world. Um, and over 4 million viewers have now watched the TED Talk. Now, I'm not saying that that is the trajectory that I'm on. Uh, certainly not. But it just hit home that actually we all feel like this in some way, shape or form. And actually, if I'd come home yesterday and deleted the episode that I released on um, on Wednesday, I'd have been quite disappointed in myself. You know, why should I do that? Why should we stop ourselves from, you know, being who we are? Why should we not let others see the real us? So I'm trying this thing now where I'm just going to be a little bit kinder to myself. And it all comes back to this, you know, being nothing short of perfect. This isn't perfect. Anything that I do in life, I need to realize is not going to be perfect. And that's okay. And I just wanna end on something that one of my old, um, old colleagues, a great dear friend of mine actually used to say, um, and this was in a business sense, this is something that we would use as a bit of a questioning technique, I suppose, with, with clients when we were asking them lots of questions and we're trying to get you know to the end goal we're trying to get lots of answers out of our, out of our customers and what we would say you know to anything that they would would answer back to us or any information that they would give us we would in our heads not to the customer but in our heads we would say well so what so essentially what that means is you've given me this information I already know this now but so what? What does that mean? What can I actually do next that's going to make this even better? So I'm thinking that whenever we enter into a situation where maybe it doesn't go to plan, maybe it was a little bit different to how we initially anticipated, instead of coming out of that scenario and saying, oh, I missed that shot. That was a terrible game or coming out of a client meeting thinking, oh, that was the most awful you know, situation of my life. I wish I could go back and do it again. I hate my job. Why don't we come out of these situations and say, so what? So what that happened, I can do better next time. 
and actually use it as a positive, use it as a learning mechanism to do better when we enter those scenarios again. And saying so what doesn't mean that we didn't care. Saying so what doesn't mean that we're being blase about it and we can just overlook that. What I mean by it is say that we come out of a situation and we're feeling negative, we're feeling down on ourselves. So what means it doesn't matter. It's not the end of the world. Nothing terrible really came from that. Use it to be kinder to yourself and to give yourself you know, a bit more credit. Give yourself praise where it's due and use it to build the confidence to go in and do that again. So let's end on this. There's two things that I would like you to think about when you know, you're entering into a new scenario. Maybe you're trying a new hobby like I'm going to be, be doing soon. Maybe you're starting a new job. Maybe you're even thinking about interviewing, but you're too afraid because you're worried about what you might look like or what the, the end outcome might be. There's two things I want you to think about. If it doesn't go to plan, so what? And the final thing is, remember, if you're not falling, you're not learning. Thanks for listening. Thank you.